how am I supposed to do it? They come and they tell us, you know, just trust God, just speak the word, you know, just speak the word. What are you talking about? Except somebody breaks it down in a way that you can relate with it, you will not understand what the key issue is. And once you don't have the key issue, you don't have a... Now, the office we're going to be dealing with today is so vital. This is also an office where that can destroy and set people on a trajectory that is headed for destruction, even though they think that they are still in Christ. They may know not be in Christ any longer without knowing it. And that is the office of a teacher. Let's, let's go to our text, you know, where we have always started from in Ephesians chapter 4. It said, there is one body and one spirit, even as you are called into the hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is same also that ascended up above all heavens that he might feel all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love will grow, may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual walking in the measure of every part, make an increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. And I did say that we should be, take note of the fact that he says until we all come to the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, hallelujah, unto a perfect man, the gifts are going to remain there until we become perfect, all right? And the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, for what in, to what intent? That we be not tossed to and fro. Amen? and carried about by every, every wind of doctrine. Teachers are very important in the body of Christ. Though as the, as the body has grown and come to the place where it is right now, praise the Lord, the office of a teacher and that of a pastor somewhat intermingle, but those offices are still different. Most pastors are teachers. In fact, for you to operate well, in the office of a pastor, you should be able to teach. Now, not all pastors can really teach. 
Praise God. They have other things that, you know, uh, because he's an encourager. Amen. Well, we'll come to the pastor. We'll talk about that. Amen. Teachers are men who have been properly discipled and have been specially anointed of God with the divine ability to instruct and enlighten other members of the body of Christ on the word of truth or the word of God or the doctrine of Christ. So they are expounders, teachers expound, they teach us, they break down Bible truths and make them easy to understand without altering the truth, as it were, the word. What they're doing, just like you have the Amplified Bible, the Amplified Bible should not, is not designed or should not be designed to amplify what is not there. Just like the PA system amplifies my voice. It does not say something I never intended. Praise the Lord. So the teacher expounds on what is. Amen. He does not, he's not supposed to, like somebody says, water it down so much that you, he's not supposed to water it down. He's just supposed to break it down. He's not supposed to introduce into the text something that was not there. Hallelujah. The Bible says that no prophecy of the Bible has a private interpretation. Amen. A teacher must therefore have a good understanding of the word of God. For somebody to be in the office of a teacher, when you see a teacher, a teacher breaks down the word. So he must have a good understanding of what he is teaching. A teacher is a master. He has, that word teacher also means master. But we have one that occupies that office. You know, it, it, all these offices are in Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ is the teacher. Praise the Lord. The rest of us in the body are teachers. Now, there are people called into the office of a teacher, and there are those who teach in the body of Christ. They have ability to teach. If our leaders in the body of Christ, you have the ability to teach other people. Praise God. They should have the ability to teach other people the word of God. That's why the Bible said that the, the, the bishop must be apt to teach. A teacher is an instructor. Hallelujah. This word teacher occurs about 50, 58 times in the New Testament, 48 times in the Gospels, 41 referred to Jesus, 29 in direct addresses. There are a lot of teachers in the New Testament that we know of. Praise God. Though Paul is an apostle, he was also a teacher. Amen. Jesus is the teacher. The Holy Ghost is the one teaching the body of Christ through the fivefold ministry, through the ministry gates. Some people like to say ordained ministry, but I like to keep it at the ministry gates. Praise God. Because you can be ordained and not have a calling. But you will still function because there's an oil upon your head. But to be able to come into, um, be able to deal with things that are mysteries in the body, 
You have to be called to that office. Hallelujah. To have insight. This office was in the office of the priest under the Old Testament. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 3. It said, now for a long season, Israel had been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. So the teacher instructs the people of God about the ways of God. They bring, they unveil mysteries in the word of God so that the people of God can understand what God is saying to them. He breaks it down a little bit. In James chapter 3 verse 1, it says, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that ye sh we shall receive the greater condemnation. The word translated masters here are teachers. Why would a teacher have greater condemnation? The reason is that he has a greater understanding. He understands. So if he understands it, why didn't you do it if you understood it? Praise the Lord Jesus. Like we said, a teacher is a master, one who has the mastery of the Holy Scriptures. He is the New Testament's version of a Jewish scribe. Jesus was talking about the scribe and said in Matthew chapter 13, he says, so shall it be at the end of the world, the angels shall come forth and severe the wicked from among the just and, it sh and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. They shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto them, have you understood all these things? They say unto him, yea, Lord. Then said he unto them, therefore every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder which bringeth forth out of his treasure things that are new and things that are old. A translation says that a scribe who has been discipled in the kingdom of God is like a homeowner who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. The New International Version says, and he said unto them, Therefore every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. Then the New King James says, Therefore every scribe instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure things new and things old. What I want to bring out there is that the man is trained. He's instructed. He's instructed in the way, in the things of the kingdom of heaven. He's instructed. He knows something. He knows the, he knows the word of God more perfectly. Praise God. Now, in the book of Acts, something happened there concerning somebody who had a teaching gift. Because at the time... He did not know fully the revelation of God's word. Somebody had to take him aside. Aquila and Priscilla had to take and expounded unto him the word of God. They had to, because he knew just a, a, a John's baptism and he was teaching it because he was a man mighty in scriptures, the Bible says. But he was teaching it. 
And when he was teaching it, he did not understand. So Aquila and Priscilla took him aside. And the Bible says that they, they instructed him more perfectly. And so the man went back to his teaching ministry. Praise God. So it helps to know, to have a revelation of the things of God before you go into this particular ministry. A teacher gives understanding to things that are hard to be understood, things in the word of God. The teacher gives explanation in today's language, Bible truths, by breaking them down into easy to understand uh, uh, sentences. What the Bible is trying to say to the body of Christ through the scriptures. The teacher rightly divides the word of God. Number one, I just want to start this with number one. The teacher rightly divides the word of God, breaking it down in such a way that the brethren will understand it. Hallelujah. He's somebody who is studious. The apostle and the prophet have this gift working in them. They have to. Though the prophet does not have it as much as the apostle and the pastors, but the apostle definitely, because he's a custodian of truth. He's a messenger of God. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says, Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that had no need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. There's a wrong way to divide it. There's a right way to divide it. That teacher must be somebody who, who rightly divides the word of God. He breaks it down in such a way that brethren will understand it. A teacher provides, number two, a teacher provides practical insight into mysteries. The teacher takes big, big things, makes them relatable or easy to understand and apply. You and I know people who use big words to explain difficult things. You know, some of us who've had lecturers in school who by the time they're done, you hate the, the subject, you know. You don't want to go there. But you also have those who taught you that, wow, you just love the subject. The teacher breaks it down. He breaks, he takes those same things that were difficult, that we scratch our heads when people finish talking about them, and breaks it down into words easy to understand. He guides us in how to come into applying them without difficulty. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 18, in verse 24. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandra, an eloquent man, mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the spirit, or zealous for God, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. I want to stop here and say this. Because this thing is a, is a gift of the Spirit of God, what will happen is that anything they give you, you're able to break it down for people to understand it. Amen? So, what he knew, he was able to break down. But he did not know the new creation or the things of the kingdom of God as it pertained to the new covenant. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him. They taught him, they broke it down. Unto him the way of God more perfectly. 
And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who when he was come, helped them much, which had believed through grace. What's that grace? The teaching grace that was upon his life. Number three, they give us the know-how. How am I supposed to do it? You know, sometimes, you know, people tell us, they come and they tell us, you know, just trust God, believe God, you know, you have it, you just claim it, you receive it, you know, and it's like the whole thing is like claim it, receive it. What do you mean? Just speak the word, you know, just speak the word. What are you talking about? Except somebody breaks it down in a way that you can relate with it, you will not understand what the key issue is. And once you don't have the key issue, you don't have a revelation of the key issue, you won't get it. You will just be like a parrot, just repeating what other people are repeating. Sometimes it, it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Why? You don't know the under, there's no foundation to what you're building. It is voidable. It is, a, it is at best presumption because you really don't know. You think you know, but you don't know. I know sometimes people say stuff like, it is possible to explain it, but you don't have it. It's not true. How can I explain something and I don't have it? The beginning of having it is being able to explain it. That means understanding has come. Do you understand? It is the application that is now left. When it comes to the things of God, when I can, to explain it, God explained it to me in a way that I understood it. Revelation is understanding. You know, people like to say, you know, revelation, revealed knowledge and all of that. This is the same thing as understanding. If something gets to your understanding, it means it has been revealed to you. If, if you don't have an understanding, you have no revelation. Hallelujah. When the Holy Ghost gives us revelation, we know something. We know it. Praise the Lord. When he does not yet give you a revelation, which means the unveiling of a mystery, you don't have it yet. But when he tells you and shows you what to do, you apply it and it will work. Amen. He said, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. The truth you know, the truth that is revealed to you will make you free. The truth that you understand will make you free. Amen. So teachers give us understanding. They give us know-how. Praise God. You see two people have tied it. This tied it. The other one tied it. And this one gets result. The other one does not understand what's going on. And is going about saying, you know, I've been tithing. No result. As long as you keep saying tithing, no result, you will never get result. Because that's not how faith works. So there's an understanding that the teacher gives us that helps us to get what the word is saying. The Holy Ghost is our teacher. He is the teacher. Another the teacher. Praise God. Him 
and Jesus are one. Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit is come, he will guide us into all truth. He will bring to our remembrance all that Jesus has taught, all your pastors have taught you, all the teachers that God has used to teach you in life that are in line with the Word of God, he will bring it to your memory. Praise God. He will quicken it to you. The scriptures you study, the Holy Ghost will quicken the scriptures to you. Then he will guide you into all truth, which means he will begin to unveil truth to you and show you things to come. He will show you things to come, things that you do not know that are going to happen. He will reveal them to you.